episode 47. Hi, welcome to the Ultimate Journey Awakening the Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DiGenova. Today's episode is called Spiritual Awakening. The song before the intro was a song that I wrote called Wake Me, which I wrote in 1993. I feel it's a perfect segue to open up this podcast. Now, what does spiritual awakening mean? We wake up every morning from our sleep in dreamland. The ironic thing is spiritually awakening is waking up in the waking and knowing it's a dream. That's the whole thing with that. Now, I have a special guest today that I will share her experiences of actually waking up from this matrix. I spoke about this, the matrix, in an earlier podcast. Many of us go through life without questioning anything, without questioning authority with the way things are. You know, we go to work and through the week, <laughs> the week days, D-A-Z-E, week, W-E-A-K. So we're in a week days during the week and then we get totally weekend, <laughs> like weekend. By the weekend, we party it away and we're just in the spin cycle of work, sleep, medicate you know you have your coffee in the morning and then you have your booze at night to pull you down and you're just in this uh, routine going nowhere fast some people break out of it and when they do they're like whoa how come i didn't see that before because once you awaken spiritually knowing that we're living in a controlled system of um illusion of you know it's called spirit uh, spiritually or or just the, the routine and the monotonous and the mundane and the repetitiveness of all. You're like, what the hell? I'm just wasting my life. Some people wake up spiritually at, a, at an early age and some people, they never do. So my guest, her name is Alicia and she had intense awakening all of a sudden where in my experience, it was, I always knew something was different. I always questioned, but I always kept it under wraps, but she just got hit like, boom. <laughs> with a like a frying pan in her, in her head just boom so um we'll be um talking to her about her and sharing her experiences through her quickening her quick awakening once we snap out of this illusion we can't go back you can't fake it well you can but then the all feelings of depression of hopelessness um powerlessness because you're just seeing society going over the cliff and you can't do anything about it <laughs> it's so frustrating um, and I'm not patronizing anyone that doesn't want to awaken or doesn't believe in awakening. And that's totally fine. Everyone has a right to their own opinion. And, you know, we, uh, what we call um, a society or a culture is those sharing the same beliefs and opinions. So we're all in a cult, a <laughs> culture. That's where the, the word culture comes from, is from the word cult. So, if you resonate to this material, great. If not, then that's that's great too. We're all on different um, learning uh, paths. And, you know, I could be totally full of shit and you could be totally right. So um, just just enjoy this podcast and what uh, our guest has to say about that, about her, her awakening, her experiences. And maybe it might um, help you through something that you may be going through now, through physical pain, emotional pain, upheaval, questioning your life who am i where am i what, what what's my purpose here um, or you could choose to just stay hidden and you know bypass which i love to say it's you know you, you can binge watch shows you can drink you can party you can just gamble it away screw it away or whatever just find activities not to face what may be going on inside so sit back grab a tea 
and let's get on with the podcast. Welcome to the show, Alicia. Thank you so much. I'm so happy to be here. Yeah, it's exciting. I'm just uh, I'm glad to have you on. And um, today's topic is on spiritual awakening. And who better to explain mm. that than yourself? You know? Yes, mine was not from for the faint of heart. <laughs> That's for sure. <laughs> it usually isn't. <laughs> yes, no. So uh, yeah, my journey, I was completely not on the spiritual path of any kind four years ago. In fact, if you had asked me four years ago, uh, if you told me that I would be doing this now, I would literally think you were crazy. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. So my, my awakening happened very quickly, um, over, a, I mean, now that I look back on it, probably over a period of 10 years, but, um, the big shift happened about a year and a half prior to 2020. Just before I shifted and the fan. Yes, yes. So now I understand um, that my higher self and or my guides were making sure that I woke up before everybody else did so I could move through some of my deeper healing. Right. And that's helping other people as well. Mm -hmm. Interestingly, um, I've always been on the path since birth um, and I never had all the clairs. And I just, it was just more of the, I don't think, I don't even know all of them. I just, I, I think it was clairsentient and claircognizance, I think it is. I feel mm -hmm. more and I just have a knowing, but never visions, never um, audio, don't hear anything. And I've always seen, I've always admired people, envied them in a way when, when I see them and they say, oh, they can hear and they can see and they're awakening. Me, it was all based on faith and, and just yes. a, a yearning and, and wanting to know. And then it's like, oh, am I just faking this shit? Like, I mean, I bet I can't live <laughs> a normal life. I was in the closet spiritually for all my life. And then, you know, and we have people like you that just poof, blow open the, you know, the, the, the Kundalini goes up and all, you know, you think you're going to a, to a, a crazy house. But I'd like for you to share your story with, with us so we can know how it happened, this, your spiritual awakening. Sure. Yeah. So, um, I also understand that I went through it the way that I did because um, because I was told my guidance um, at the beginning. I was told um, <laughs> as I was learning dis my discernment on who I was speaking to. <laughs> yeah. Um, but the the clear messages were that I was going through it, uh, what they called an awakening. That that there would be many that would quote unquote wake up in the coming years. Um, and you need to remember too. I I what I. I had no spiritual training. Uh, I had no, I mean, sure. I believed in, I believed, um, yeah. I, I, I just really was, um, I was just living, um, and not tuned in. I always knew I felt things. I always knew even as a child that I could feel energy in homes and places I did not want to go. You know, I would viscerally feel I didn't want to be there. Um, but there, you know, I wasn't raised very religious. Um, my father's an atheist. My other side of the family was religious, um, but they were Ukrainian Catholic. So right. a lot of that I didn't perceive. So I had real, really no, I never did any sort of um, spirituality courses, never really got interested when I was young. I didn't even know what a pendulum was, huh. you know. Uh, so when... It started. It really started in November of 2018 when things started to get a little 
crazy. Wonky, <laughs> um, yeah, things started to happen that um, couldn't be explained. So there was radio dials spinning in my car. And it wasn't just me. I mean, my son was sitting there too, and it was happening. And it would land on a song, and then all of a sudden, or it wouldn't stop moving. Um, and it would, you know, basically uh, asking me to listen. <laughs> you know, uh, light switches would go asking? on and off. <laughs> yeah, I was well, say, hey, you better listen. Like, yeah, like songs would, you know, come on. And I was always very connected to songs. I have a yeah. strange gift as well of knowing the lyrics to every song of every genre of I'm the opposite. <laughs> so like, yeah. So when they would play, like I wouldn't know necessarily who sang them, but when a song pops into my mind, um, I could then play out the words in my head mm. and sort of under. So, so my guides talk to me in those kinds of ways. I'm actually similar to you. I'm more of a feeler, mm-hmm. um, uh, except for that time, that time period where if things opened up, all of the players seemed to get uh, activated at one time. Oh so I was, it was crazy. I mean, I could, this happened over probably a two month time period, which period, which is not a long time, which is also something for your audience to understand. Um, especially as many are going through awakenings right now, the biggest thing that you need to learn when you're going through an awakening is, um, to identify when your traumas and your triggers and your ego are talking yeah, uh, compared to, um, you know, your guides or your higher self. Now, the biggest lesson I learned at that time through the help of a, a, one, a one medium who got what was happening to me. So I'm very grateful for her. Um, she said to me, and this pretty much saved me through the awakening process. She said, that the messages uh, from the light will never be aggressive. The light, you know, is the one thing that she said to me that I held on to. There were a couple other really guiding uh, forces to me. Um, Also was that uh, I actually had control of, uh, so I could tell them to stop, right? Uh, I could tell them not now. Um, And I also uh, really, really needed the assurance that the light was stronger than the dark. Um, well, because I was light or the, the the absence of it. The absence of it is the dark. Exactly. So, so there's only really light. Or there is only Ultimately. really light. However, however, yeah. we all need to see the dark because we need to recognize the darkness within us shadow, and others yeah. because the shadow is there. The shadow is in the collective. The shadow is in ourselves. So what I was most traumatized by uh, when I was waking up. And uh, it's, it's now I understand why, um, was the understanding of reality of this planet or this earth was, was not what I thought it was. I, I would call, I would say that I was very naive, yeah. um, uh, in the fact that, um, I didn't understand the true nature of our reality and I didn't understand the true nature of the things that had been going on in the world. And, um, that traumatized me. Yeah, and on top of whatever you had before. And, you know, yes. even people that are, have been awakened or are awakened, still the 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 matrix or the maya or the illusion is so strong that you get sucked right back in and get triggered. Oh, yeah. You know, and, and that's even for people that are um, un, 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 unawake and that they've got no, no, no hope and, and there's no chance, right? But even when you become aware, you still slip in. So, yeah. Oh, ahead. yeah. Yeah. Share yeah, that. yeah, yeah, yeah. 
Yeah, so it's a very important part and kind of what I really like to focus on while, you know, with my work in helping people with awakening. It's not even just awakening. I, I, I do work with, as you know, people that have been awake all their lives because we're in a different time. This is different from what, this is a different time. This, you know, 2020 to 2022, and it actually, now that I understand it, all started in 2012. Yes. But we are actually moving through a time of human evolution. That's what this is. Right. This isn't some woo-woo, you know, um, uh, you know, sort of like, oh, I am now a spiritual, you know, this has nothing to do in my mind uh, on spirituality. This is literally human evolution. Yeah. And it's a, an evolution of our consciousness and, it's and quick, understanding it's who we are. Yeah. And it's very fast. It's very yes. fast. And that's could put people in the cuckoo house. When they, yeah, when they wake up, and I right? did, I did, I ended up in the cuckoo house. So, so it's an important, <laughs> it's an important story to talk about because when, as it's happening quickly, which many, many, many are going through right now, they don't even realize it. Okay. An awakening can mean is it happens in many phases. One is your awakening to your own mm, human superpowers, right? So your gifts, your clairs, right? Uh, and understanding and um, allowing those clairs or those abilities that you never really processed that you had before to kind of land and to get comfortable with it. It can be very, very um, scary. Yeah. <laughs> it can make you feel, uh, I mean, I, I, during that two-week time period, three-week time period, I had times where I was moving in and out of my body. Hmm. I had times where I was... Um, I could hear what others were thinking, n having never had this at all in my life right. and understanding who had negative thoughts and who was more positive. Okay. I had, um, times of actually seeing entities or beings. I had times of looking at my parents over myself in, in the hospital and seeing who they really were. I had times of lots of times of, like extreme synchronicities and knowings just happening over and over and over again. And that is crazy making. Oh, <laughs> okay? it's, a, it's a recipe for, for insanity. I mean, it really is. And I can see, I mean, you would present with some sort of schizophrenia or, well, I was you about know, to say, yeah, bipolar schizophrenia or whatever, and, and be admitted, you know, like it's, I wonder how, how many people are misdiagnosed in institutions. Oh, so many. And, and, not, and not really taken care of in the way, I mean, I'll tell you, the, what landed me in the hospital was, was exactly that. It started with radio dials moving. And this was about a month after, you know, I would, I, and I was trying, I didn't have a lot of support. So there was one medium who could not be at my side all the time. Nobody else understood what was happening to me, including myself, yeah. right? So it's not as if there was anyone going, oh, it's okay. You're just going through an awakening. <laughs> you know, drink lots of water. Make sure you rest. Yeah. Don't take it too seriously. You know, don't sit and stare at your pendulum all the time. Right. It's, you know. <laughs> it's it, right? exactly. And the thing is, I mean, um, I've learned um, pranayama, meditation techniques, breath control and that. And right. I was always, not always, I was warned. And probably that's probably why I, I kind of uh, throttle my practice sometimes is, when you're using pranayama, they're saying, "Don't get the kundalini up too fast because you'll blow, you'll blow, you'll short circuit mm. your 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 circuits because you're not uh, ready yet." And you know, I know people that have they do the fire breath and do like they force the, the pranayama, the kundalini up, 
And I'm always like, uh, I don't know. That, not, that, so, not, not so idea, good, no. right? It blows everything open. No. And then like you're you're in an institution diagnosed with schizophrenia so, or whatever. Right. But right. you're just opening up uh, an, um, a doorway. Your pineal gland just blows open. You're like, what the hell is what the right. fuck's going on here? So, so that is what was happening. Oh, but it presented as all of these, you know. And so then there was part of me that was calm and understood kind of what was going on. I don't know how, but I did. And I was able to kind of with the hints and little pieces that I got, um, I was able to sort of at least like almost self-talk my way. Uh, but once it got really bad, the other thing is, again, when you're going through, as you described, lacuna, you don't have a Kundalini or, or a massive quick awakening. You don't have the tools. So I wouldn't have understood how to, I I didn't, you know, I had no breathing techniques. I never meditated. Uh, you know, there was like literally, yeah, totally, totally. Yeah, it was, it was fire, let me tell you. And, um, and the other thing that happens when you're going through something fast like that, and which many, I want to say to your audience, many are right now. This is why I went through what I went through. Yeah. Because I was told many were going to go through this fast now. People like you, although I can't imagine and I hold so much compassion for you living your whole life awake with so many that weren't, I can't imagine been, being awake, you know, it was that whole time. It was yeah, so, and I not, mean- I can. I can't. I, can, I can't even fathom. Yeah, and the thing is, I felt I can uh, empathize now with the, the the LGBTQ plus community. Yeah. Because it's like I was, you know, I was this. I had this facade of this rocker party animal, like, you know, um, and I was hiding. And the thing is, I want I wanted to share too is, um, whoever is going through an awakening, um, it could be so. To the point where you know forces you to drink, to do drugs, to do your yeah. your, your escapism, your repression, your your all your your uh, bypassing, and you know, for an example, like yourself, you had that uh, about two months ago. I've had my first um, clear audience. That's when you hear, right? Mm-hmm. So I was yeah. just sitting sitting in my kitchen, and I had shut off my my um, I have a Sono speaker, and I had shut it off for about maybe five minutes, and. I heard a, a woman's voice in my house saying, can I come in? Mm. And I mean, I'm 54 years old now and I've studied all this spiritual stuff, whatever, and always wanting to have experiences, meditating, looking for visions and hearing. When I heard it, I'm like, the hair went out on my, on my arms and I thought, okay, what I, my immediate answer was, if you're benevolent, Yes, but if you're malevolent, you can't. Mm-hmm. So yep. I had enough, co- like, you know. You had the background to know the discernment. The discernment, the discernment. to say, hey, listen. Yeah. And then I thought, okay, uh, was it the Sono speaker winning on? Like, what was it? Mm-hmm. Was it a guide? Was it this? Like, then I'm then I'm starting using my my critical you spin. thinking. Yeah, your your mind. Yeah. Right. And this was just a little a little uh, happenstance with a lot of experiential stuff, and you get blown to like yeah like, like it was exponentially and it wasn't worse just, than that and it wasn't just i actually think now to be honest the way that it happened with me being in the hospital i do realize that the awakening uh the, the speed of it did cause a psychosis so yeah i i how can it not exactly so you know and there's always the shame around mental health right and so i'll tell you how i got there um so the the I was doing all right. I was managing it. I had a little bit of support, but really not a lot. The one medium that was 
making sense to me. It is giving me the information I needed to know. At the same time, she was also uh, explaining the reality of the world um, that we are living in that we don't need to get into here today. But as part of an awakening at this time, you will be exposed to the reality of the systems in the world, yeah. the governments, the media, everything that's happened in our world to, to quote unquote, control us. Um, it's, to, it's cracking now. There's leaks, big leaks now. You can see. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So so the reason why that these leaks are here now, I mean, when it, this was happening to me, there was, I couldn't find it. I'm in a digital marketer by yeah. trade, right? Like it's very easy for me to find information. And, uh, you know, the only thing I could find was the conspiracy theorists, you know? So it was very confusing. You do think you're crazy, yeah. right? Yeah. Um, but I was learning because I needed to understand. We need to be able to shine light on ourselves and our own traumas and triggers and patterns and, um, we also need to look at the collective. So uh, I, I understood, and I had written a manuscript the year before, um, kind of just highlighting my role as a digital marketer in the digital age. And the thesis ended up becoming, I didn't think it was going to be this, but it ended up becoming that it wasn't the technology that was holding us back, or it was the humans, that we were stuck in systems that didn't work. Yeah. Well, it so, worked for them, not for us. Yeah, it worked for them. So so looking back on the manuscript that I wrote that I couldn't publish, which was funny. Now <laughs> I know why. Yeah. Um, the world wasn't ready for it, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and so that was kind of the precursor to everything. But then when I started actually having the awakening, they're, they're probably like, okay, at least she's ready. Push her off the, you yeah. know. Then it was the symptoms of the the awakening that really tripped me up was not having the tools. So not having the discernment, not knowing that I, you know, so the, what happened to me, you know, that led to the psychosis or to, to that sort of escalation was all of the players happening at one time. So I don't know if it was like a merger um, because I didn't have these gifts before. I didn't. Mm -hmm. I I mean, I would say I was, I was a feeler, um, but you know, you've seen how my pendulum flies. Oh God, I've never seen that in my life. I mean, the things that, and the things that I know, I can't possibly know. Um, yeah. it's, and it's very strange to be the human witnessing yourself going through like a complete evolutionary shift in like a, right. a matter of a month. But like, at least you, you disassociated from the vantage point. People will, because of some beliefs that you know that you were just witnessing that, people won't, won't witness it. They're immersed well, in it. But yeah, but when I, but then I would became immersed in it. Okay. Because yeah, I had, because it was, it was too much. Yeah, it was, it was too, too much. much. Consumed you. So the, the radio dials were going, this all happened within an hour. Um, I couldn't remember how to drive my car. I was shifting out of a dimension. Um, I could hear, um, in an arena who was kind of coming from the light and who was coming from the dark. It was like, I just knew who they were. I could hear their thoughts. Yeah. That's, over, um, that's so overwhelming. It was way too much. Um, and then, so I remember being in the car saying, okay, just drive yourself home. You can do this. Like they turn, you know, you know my G- GPS turned off. I don't know if my frequency did it. I don't know how these things happen, but I'm like, Alicia, you're like close to home. Just drive home. And then I remember I just pulled over. Uh, I don't remember. I just, it was overwhelmed. It was all too overwhelmed. I was like, oh my God, I just need to get to a safe place. I pulled over on the side of the road within like minutes, there was a police officer that came up behind me. I had not a single drug in me, like nothing. I don't smoke, like, you know, none of it. And um, he asked me if I was okay. And I got, and I heard, don't trust him. Like clear as day. And so that was scary, you know, so it just keeps escalating and building. 
And then he went back to check on something. I mean, I wasn't speeding. Like, there was nothing. I had pulled over myself, right? And he just came to check if I was okay. And then um, I got the download or the hit to say, I'm having an anxiety attack. So, so that's I what said, you said, yes. So perfect. I said, I'm having an anxiety attack. And then I realized that if I had just said, um, I just need, you know, I'm going to drive home. He would have followed me all the way home and probably like, whatever. Okay. Whatever, yeah. So, but however, looking back on this, I realized that things were escalating to, to a point where I did need medical support. Like, um, so I got into the, to the, um, to the ambulance. However, the system really messed it up because if there was systems in place, okay. Hospital systems here where we live in Canada. Um, so our healthcare is free, obviously, uh, but here I am. I mean, if, if we understood the nature of, you know, number one, mental health, that not everybody that's presenting with symptoms of schizophrenia and, and, and you know, um, sounding crazy or, or having a psychosis should be placed in a room uh, where you put someone who's detoxing from alcohol or mm -hmm. drugs. Yeah, you don't do that. Right? You don't do totally that. Well, different. that's what they did. That's what they did to me. So you already... You already um kind of so already stigmatized, stigmatized you into that okay yeah exactly and so i get to into, the hospital i said i'm having a panic attack i didn't say i wanted to commit to you know right. to end my life i didn't say i wasn't sounding crazy um and right away that you know i'm in the emergency room and they have a security guarding sitting with me you know obviously you know i'm thinking do they think i'm a flight risk like yeah, what, right. like what is happening you know and then i could hear all the thoughts so that right, didn't I mean, help yeah. Jeez. I could hear the thoughts of uh, the, the people taking care of me, the security guard. I could hear all of the people that were in bed screaming for help. I could hear the security guards that were trying to watch a hockey game in their mind going, shut the fuck up. You know, like I could hear everything. That's wild. So it was causing me to get even more and more. And then they, you know, and I had no discernment. I didn't know that I could tell them to stop. I could put myself in an energy bubble and protect myself. I could shut out what I didn't want to receive. I didn't know any of this. Yeah. So then they put me, so the next incorrect move and, and, you know, this needs to be talked about. This needs to be Absolutely. talked about. Absolutely. And I'm glad we're talking about it because it, it, we, it definitely yeah, needs to be. We need to be ready for, I mean, just look around. People are wigging out all over the place. Oh, yeah, I mean, and uh, okay. uh, for other like, reasons too. And but... I was told, but I was told about this. I said, I was told, and I think I needed to witness it firsthand to yes. see how the system dealt with it. Not only that is the, you know, the stigma around, I mean, I was only in the hospital for four days, which I needed, and I did need something to calm my brain down. I did have a psychosis. All I did was sleep. I ended up having facts visit my home to make sure my kids were safe in my home. I ended up having my license taken away from me. Remember, I was not pulled over. Right. I had no drugs, no alcohol, nothing in my system, no previous record, nothing. I was put in a crazy room. And so then the fear starts to happen. You're in this like room. And then, of course, the vision started. And then that is when your dark thoughts will take over. When your frequency lowers yes, absolutely. and you don't know what's going on, the dark thoughts, yeah. whether you want to believe they're entities or not, but I need to tell you that there are dark entities. Mm -hmm. Okay, you guys, there is satanic, demonic, they're real. But if your frequency is high enough and you are healed, they can't go near like you. mosquitoes hitting that, that, that They light, really are. Zapping out. But when you're in it, 
They're like, there's fresh meat right oh, yeah, there. Just, and they go after the party. you. Um, were you, were you medicated during this? Yes. So they gave me something in the hospital, but again, like the, the stigma or the, even being placed in that room to, for observation, you know, they put a, a, a smoking, um, one of those bands on their arms for people that like, like are need a cigarette smoke. Like I didn't even cigarette smoke. Like I did not to be put, I didn't, I didn't need to be put. I wasn't going crazy. I wasn't saying things, nothing, nothing. I know a and, woman that, that, that actually had a similar experience to you and not, she wasn't awakening, but maybe she was. And they just like, you know, took her away and already like it's like almost like i don't know if the, the cuckoo's nest one flew of the cuckoo's yeah, nest yeah, you go in there yeah, normally yeah and then mm-hmm. they just they take have their way with you and they you know stigmatize yeah. everything they live and then you're you're, you're really crazy because you can't make i out was only happens. in for four days wow. and i still had to deal with getting my license back i mean jesus and the systems that i had to the ropes i had to you know and that was all a system error too because I was never supposed to have my license taken away because I went to my doctor, as the system tells you, to get the okay that you can drive, that you're not going to have an anxiety attack. Nothing medically was proved. There was no, I, had, I had no epileptic seat. Nothing happened. But anxiety attacks still, are so common for a lot of people. Exactly. And I wasn't pulled over, remember. So, yeah. Because so, you admitted so yourself is, to the hospital? Or did you call the ambulance? Yes. What happened? Okay. I said, yes, please call the ambulance. And because what did you I kind say? Of, that I just said that I I kept my story because my guides kept telling me anxiety attack. Stay calm. Say that you you know. And then I had darker entities trying to get in, saying, trying to confuse me. Right. And, yeah, but I was I had the wherewithal to understand what was happening because that little bit of training that I had that the dark would never be aggressive got me through. Good. And I had enough of my you know my right mind. To understand that I was going through some sort of episode, you know, um, and I had enough trust to at that point already within like a month that my, you know, my grandmother, my Baba uh, and guides, I, I didn't even have an education around guide. I didn't even know that I believed in them until this month, that one month. Yeah. Right. So I had enough, uh, you know, of the training, I guess. But I think that I was probably meant to see that. And see how systems, how broken the systems are um, and how, I mean, it, it'd be hard to come out of that if you didn't mm-hmm. have support either. Like, what Absolutely. if, you know, what if my, I, I mean, the, the, the reason the car, the car got taken away is because the note that I had paid for, for my doctor uh, to clear me, which I was completely fine, yeah. um, didn't get to the right place at, in Ottawa. I ended up having to go to my MPs. I got pulled over in Kitchener Waterloo going for lunch with my mother Incredible. because they had a, they had a, they, my license was revoked because they didn't receive a document from my doctor that I paid for. So, yeah. so here's the other thing someone going through any kind of mental illness to have to facilitate all the things just to get a little bit of help for four days. So let me let me ask you this. This is getting kind of a little bit of a esoteric-y and kind of weird tinfoil hatty. Do mm. you feel that um, because you're you've opened up, that your light has come in, dark forces have intervened and oh for sure try to yeah. fuck your life yeah. up and make delays and confusions just to absolutely yeah. and yes. that, that's what I what I, I and I believe right 
I believe that the, what, what I was going through was a was a fight between of dark and light. Mm-hmm. So um, I know that that's what it was. Um, the dark, confusing situations. Let's get her. The, you know, <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and during that time, it was a scarier time. And I don't know if it's because I didn't have the training or the understanding of how to navigate myself right. with dark energy. Um, but you made or, it or how to protect myself. Um, and maybe that, you know, to your point was trial by fire and I had to learn all that that way. Um, you know, I, I mean, it was fast. It was quick learning. Let me tell you. And the thing is the fact that you came out the other side is because you had the, see with any type of initiation, um, yeah, you could call it an initiation. Well, it is an initiation. Like even, even traumas that happened to us, it's, it's an initiation. There's three stages for it. You, you have some, the event happening to you, then you have the, you know, the kind of container to help you through. And then there's a celebration, like, you know, that hero's journey. It's all like yes. the three phases. Trauma I thought so- my hero's journey was done after three nah, weeks. I'm it's like, just, it's yay, just begun. I did it. Just begun. <laughs> so what happens is, is that um, um, you get, you get stuck. Trauma survivors get stuck in the first two phases because the third stage is the acceptance, the celebration and the yeah. welcoming back that yes. the reason why traumas do reoccur is to replay one and two so right. we can yeah. have the resolution. So you went through something that you didn't have the elders or shamans or anyone to hold space for you and to take you into you by yourself. Right. And you, yep. we were, you know, you couldn't talk about it to anybody because when you're going through phase two, you know, you have the interaction with the elders or, or someone who knows like the psychic mm-hmm. you had that. And like then someone can, like me. Right, and that's why help you, identify you've been what stage to, you're in. And absolutely, you, what resources you need, what support you need, and then you can have you know, to the celebration yeah. and the initiation. Like, just for an example, you have the bat mitzvahs, you have the baptism confirmations, mm, you have yeah. the you know, even going to military, you get taken away from home, you, your yep. identity is destroyed, your shaved head. Yep, right. That's exactly what it is. They, Feels they'll, like yep. they'll change mm-hmm. you, and then you come back to society. And you were celebrated. And I did. And I did. And you had that. Yeah, I did go away too for probably at least a year. I say I I spent most of 2019 crying and sleeping. And that's not a joke. Yeah. yeah. No, I did. I did. And I knew I had to also um, separate myself or allow my my children's father and his wife to take care of my children, which was another that that triggered a lot of guilt and shame. you know, I had I had a lot of support in um, my mother was a godsend. I mean, she didn't understand what I was going through and uh, perceived it as a, you know, a mental breakdown. Mm-hmm. OK, um, but she did believe me. She tr- she did believe me. She didn't ridicule. She was with Beautiful. me. She was patient. Right. She was kind. Now, she couldn't help me understand it. No, but she actually, um, she, she held space for you. Like she did. You had an yeah. ego breakdown, basically an identity. Oh, breakdown. I did. Yes. And this is, that's an important point that that is the, probably the biggest thing to overcome for us humans in this process. And I also want to say that you might be experiencing multiple mini versions of these awakenings throughout your life. And I know that I did now when I look back on mm-hmm. it, you know, there was the, dis- the dissolving of my marriage, realizing that you know, I would have, the old me would have never thought I would not stay married to the husband that I, you know, me loved. Too. Yeah, and, same thing. Right. Yeah. Um, the old me never would have thought that I would leave my business partner after 10 years when she was, you know, um, struggling with alcoholism and right. her child, 
you know, having the same and, um, but my health at 36, I was having high blood pressure. Um, so the kind of the ego deaths that I have had over, you know, my thirties, holy shit. Now I can see why that was preparing me for the final sort of play. Just about to say that was tenderizing you for the event. The event. event. And then it escalated into right before 2020. So part of the, you know, part of my gifts are, I am a channel, I am a medium and I, um, and I've learned now who to connect with and how, and I do speak to angels and, you know, so part of me went away to, to the people in my life, my old career, I was a digital marketer. I wasn't spiritual. I would never talk about God. I would never, you know, this is not me, you know? So I hid, I hid my gifts for the first two years. I, you know, would throw my pendulum away every time my, you know, my partner would walk in the door because that would trigger him. Or or would we have to go to the hospital again? You know, like, right. Of course there, you know, bless him. (laughs) He was amazingly supportive. Um, Corp- through corporate, it all. Corporate means death. Corporal. Corpus. Yes, right? but so. I had to, and I was an entrepreneur within that. So I had freedom. I had a great career. I was a speaker. I mean, but all that had to dis... So back to this, the, the point is the ego deaths. Okay. Yeah. All of that had to go so that I could just find who I am at my core. Um, and then it re- resulted in the final, I think, ego death. Not I think I know. Uh, was when they told me, my guides told me, okay, it's time to sell your house. So I'd been single for 10 years, maintaining this home, and Ontario's not cheap. <laughs> um, you know, um, and finally they said, and I think it was part of the unraveling from the Matrix, the prepare, the, 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 they're asking me to trust, to trust myself, to trust them. And so I did it. I, uh, and I really held on to that house as like, oh, my pride, you know, that yeah, I, I know. still own a house mm-hmm. for my children. And so I finally did it. And guess what day I closed and moved into my rented new home with this beautiful backyard that I manifested, beautiful. Yeah, including nice. a hot tub. Okay. <laughs> um, something that I could afford that was smaller and more reasonable yeah. for me to handle. And um, guess what day I moved in? <laughs> March 1st, 2020. Really? That three was... weeks before everything yeah. went. Yeah. 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 And then the final blow Amazing. to the, the, the ego at that journey as well. I was still working in um, digital technology for a U.S. company. I had uh, helped them build. It was just very small at the beginning. And I, I, I was very well known in my space and specifically in travel and tourism. Like I said, I was a speaker. I was fairly well known um, from the work I had done in, with the agency world and conferences and so there was still a lot kind of tied up into, you know, I was an expert, right, right. in that field. And um, long story short, guides came in. This was in July. So once the shit hit the fan with um, COVID, um, you know, things obviously changed. Um, but the reason why I was told the day before that I was going to get fired. <laughs> really? By the, your guides told you that? By my guides. They said, you're going to get fired. And I was like, uh, what? <laughs> 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 what? You know, um, now I had money from selling the house. Yes. So they had a plan, clearly. Um, and I'd never, I've been working since I was 13 years old, and I'd never, ever really stopped, okay? Uh, very go-getter, very, right? Yes. And I couldn't imagine not being that person that was making six figures, that was, and, but I had learned at that point, because we're two two years in by then, or almost, where I was practicing, I was doing land healing, I understood my gifts, I, you know, I was getting there. So fast. And 
Yeah, it really was. <laughs> and um, finally, I just said, okay. And then I think that was the biggest kind of hammer on the head was the next day, she, the CEO called me. She was new. And she basically said, listen, like Canada is, we, you know, with COVID, it's travel. Like there were some other issues that came up too. Yeah. And the other thing is, is I, because I knew, um, I went through the anger and the shame and the, all that before it actually happened. So then I was able to deal with the situation very professionally and good for me. And I also ended up getting a payout <laughs> Cool. <laughs> because she, because she handled it in, inappropriately. Um, it should have never been done that way. So be, because I was not in my trauma in dealing with that situation, number one, and two, that I had trust that I was taken care of. I had just been shown, sell your house. I made money. I found this perfect place that I manifested <laughs> that I didn't worry about. Right. I was, I was in such a great place. I had some money aside and then uh, within a day I was over that. And then they said, okay, now you're going to be the student. And I'm like, what, <laughs> what are you talking about? <laughs> and they were like, you're not going to work for like the summer or long. And I'm like, from 13 mm -hmm. years old to now, I was like, okay, what do you mean? I'm not going to work. <laughs> like, yeah. how am I, what? I can't just eat through. I, I mean, I got to put this away. You know, what am I going to, you know? I can you know, the, the, that fear started kicking right. in. Right. And I never got served. I never did any of that because Good. I had, you know, um, but I got the payout and I had my money from the house and I did it. I took seven months and just healed and flowed and listened and learned and, uh, took the, you know, allowed them to teach me. Amazing. And you're open um, to, to open to that. That's, that's great. Yeah. So that's full on surrender and ego death right there. And then that's the word there, surrender, true surrender. Yeah. That's amazing. Yeah. yeah. So that's, that's pretty much my awakening story. That's wild. I was just, when you were talking about um, driving, I'm thinking some people have to worry about drunk drivers, never mind awakening drivers. Never mind you know? awakening drivers. <laughs> yeah. So back, to, back to what we were talking about. This is real, you guys. And we are moving through it this, at this time in the world. We've got solar flares happening. Mm -hmm. We've got, timeline shifts happening um and a lot of people will just sort of those that are not aware will just chalk it up to mental health then to you know what COVID has done to us and you know i would invite you know anyone listening to this to look at COVID as an opportunity that time that we've had instead of looking at it negatively there's a lot of things to look at from that side um but i would encourage everyone to recognize that time that we had to slow down yeah and to um, you know, find ourselves again. And if you haven't done that yet, um, I, you know, I invite you to do it. I invite you to, you know, recognize when your ego or your mind self is saying, no, you can't do this. How are you going to pay the bills? Right. You know, yeah. and I'm not saying everyone can do it. You the know, thing is, when the COVID first happened, um, a lot of people, can't stay still they can't be quiet with their no. thoughts so you know alcohol uh, consumption yes. raised the mental yes. health you know all, all the all the stuff that, that that's the reports are out you know domestic stuff's been happening you know marriages and because the distractions are gone now you are at mm -hmm. home stuck so now what you know okay binge binge the streaming services um indulge in more bypassing substances and but when that doesn't work then we're really faced to really deal with and face what we need to but you know people are masters at the bypass and 
you know, they're the ones that are in, in trouble now. Yes. And then what, what also to add to that is what I understand now is once you've bypassed long enough, uh, you will be stopped. So you will be stopped. Uh, yeah, you'll be stopped. So you're, you know, your guy, you, you know, you, you will, these things, whether they're emotional traumas and triggers or spiritual or they will manifest into physical. Oh, they absolutely. will manifest into diabetes, into cancers, into high blood pressure, mm -hmm. into, you know, and um, we all as humans, as part of, you know, back to my original comment about this actually being about human evolution, that's what it is. And it's time for us to wake up to who we really are and to yeah. realize we're not just these physical bodies plugged into this, you know, um, that we're so, we've been so disillusioned. Yeah. Right. And we gotta wake up and unplug. We have to, we have to wake up. We have to remember who we really are. We have to give ourselves the time and the space um, and the resources, you know, none of us, there's so much, especially women, gosh, the guilt that we carry, you know, and uh, I've got to do everything for everybody else first before I, you know, that's the number one rule yep. <laughs> is, you know, um, that I would recommend for everybody is to, to work on that first is your ability to listen to yourself and love yourself and give yourself what you would give everybody else around you, your children, your husband, right. your wife, your, you know, especially women, women really, really struggle yeah. with this. It's like the, um, the proverbial, um, oxygen mask on the plane. You put the mask on yes. yourself first before you can help anybody else. I mean, it's a cliche yep. now. It's been used, overused, but still, that's what which it is, is very annoying that some of these like things have been overused, like the word self care. Oh god, that yeah. word just drives me nuts. But yeah. the truth is, is if you don't understand it and you don't master it, yeah. like you're not going to make it. <laughs> you're not. You're going to be stuck with your high blood pressure and in bed. Like this exactly. is not going to go well for you. Right. I mean, I've spent most of my life bypassing because I know that right. very well, and I can't do it anymore. Um, no. And you know what? And, and to also to honor that process too, because, you know, I just had a client this morning actually, and she is just brilliant. I've been working with her, um, um, for, I call it shift 33. So 33 days of shift, nice, yes. um, where we, where we work on her specific, um, she, so she's presenting with, um, extreme body pain since two weeks after she retired. And, um, so my process is to help her understand where this body pain is actually stemming from. And it comes from many different places, right. but part of it isn't just part of it is to heal her, but also part of it is to teach her, to teach her that a lot of that body pain depend, you know, and we can map it and figure out where it is and how that relates to what the, the, the original uh, trauma or trigger is. But part of that process is for her to stop, slow down and listen to her body. And instead of going into reactive mode to, to give herself a moment, and honor that pain and, and then listen to it, you know, and listen to the emotions that come up, you know, like anger and irritation and frustration, shame and guilt. And to, you know, this is at the core of my work now, right. Is to have people slow down. Like I was forced to very quickly. Yeah, you the wall <laughs> um, hit you. Right. And you know, you, as long as you do the work, it's not going to hit you over the head like that, right? right? So as long as you, as you can show up for yourself, you know, and, and if that means just reaching out for help and asking somebody, or if that means, 
you know, there's so many ways yeah. to do this. So where can people reach you? Let's, this is time for you now, Alicia, to um, say what you do, where they can reach you, where they can contact you. And Oh, thank you, you so much. It's been such a wonderful conversation. Yeah, I really for sure. appreciate it. And I'm so impressed with all the work that you've been doing. And this podcast is um, hoping that it just reaches as many people as possible because yeah. the world needs to hear this Absolutely. information. It's going to reach whoever it needs to reach. And those maybe proceed right. seed to those that are not ready yet, but maybe soon, you know? That's right. Yes. So you can reach me at my website, uh, awake-and-inspired.com. Got to have those dashes. I believe if you Google me, Alicia Whalen, W-H-A-L-E-N, um, I believe some of my, I mean, you might get some of my old digital marketing cells. I was very good at manipulating the search engines. <laughs> but you can find me too on Facebook, Alicia Whalen. I uh, have a private Facebook group called Awaken Inspired. It's invite, um, so you have to kind of uh, make your way in there. Um, but the private group is Awaken Inspired. But please feel free to friend me as well on Facebook if you're called. I also am on Instagram at Awake and Inspired Alicia and also on YouTube as Awake and Inspired. I think it's Alicia, but you can just search Awake and Inspired. Yeah, and I'm just, you know what, I'm showing up. I'm, I do master classes. I do uh, healing, uh, pop-up healing groups. I've done events and retreats. I do a lot of one-on-one -on -one work. Um, right now, like I said, I'm calling in those that are really ready to make the shift and I'm here to be that person so that they don't have to go through what I did um, and to help hold them. And it doesn't necessarily mean that their shift is even something that they feel is spiritual. Yeah. You know, some of my clients, it's physical pain that they need to unpack and, that's and understand. Start, you know? That's a start mm -hmm. for that. Yep. That's amazing. Yes, it is. Yes, it is. Good. So, yes, that's what I'm all about. That's amazing. I'm glad you came on to the podcast, and yeah, we'll be uh, we'll be excited to see how how it all goes, how it unfolds collect collectively, and you know, people like you that are there that have done the the, the initiation by fire and are ready to mm -hmm. help people pass pass over and, yes. and get into. Yes, and that. I also want to leave you with another thought, and your audience with another thought. I I see so clearly that the end or the other side of this is something incredible um That's i want to leave it on that sort good. of inspired note <laughs> <laughs> good one That's uh yes amazing. um because i really i know it i see it i see the results i see miracles every single day and i wouldn't change it for the world i mean i i am thrilled to be here for this time and um and if you're here so if you're listening to this and you're here you're here for a reason absolutely Alicia, thank you so much for joining me um, on the Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. It's been amazing. So thank, thank you. Thank you so much. Maybe we'll do this again. Sounds good. All right. All right. Thank okay. you very much. You have been listening to the Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. I'm your host, Frank DeGenova. Thank you for listening to the Ultimate Journey Awakening to Spirit podcast. Join me again next time for more spiritual talk. You can reach me at info at the ultimate journey awakening to spirit.com. And you can also visit my website, the ultimate journey awakening to spirit.com. Until next time, walk in love and in gratitude.